you ever have that kind of that kind of lazy Sunday morning where you wake up and you'd like get out of bed, take your time with like a big stretch, go and take like a like a mondo dump and you wander over to your computer and start scrolling through your email and see one from about um what time was this that I got this email? About 11.39 a.m. with the subject line, Emergency Gas Leak. <laughs> Dear residents, we are reaching out to inform you there has been an emergency gas leak detected on site. <laughs> you ever have that kind of morning, Brian? <laughs> uh, what, what the fuck is I, this? What? <laughs> what the fuck is this hard candy shit? <laughs> are you on that Ricola shit again? I'm on that hard candy tip. Yeah. <laughs> on that grandparents uh Riz. Yeah, you on the you on the the butterscotch game? You got an orange, you got a I wish I had a fucking butterscotch. Butter well, you rum. Know what? You know what? Actually, that's not true. I I think that Ricola, you know, herbal like a nice herbal hard candy versus like a sweet milky hard candy, they both have their merits, you know. Yeah. What about like uh like a bonbon? You ever fuck with one of those? What's that ice cream bullshit? I thought it was ice cream, but no, you know like the fucking str- mystery strawberry candies that you always got and you didn't know where they came from? Oh, those are bonbons. Yeah. That's that's what a bonbon has been this whole time. I thought it was some ice cream baked good bullshit, but no, it's it's hard candy is what a bonbon is. I think it varies because you could get bonbons at the movie theater and the bonbons there are chocolate covered ice cream balls. Are those bonbons or are those something? Are those like dibs? I've heard, I've heard them called that before. I've never um, heard those called bonbons. But you could also get uh, a bonbon. It's just a fucking, it's just candy. It's just French for candy, basically. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know. What am I getting? Um, a Ricola or am I getting a butterscotch or am I getting a strawberry? What you should do is uh, you should have like a big a big uh ashtray full of all those unwrapped. You just reach your hand in and it's uh it's hard candy roulette. You could get a cough drop or you could get um something that's not a cough drop. <laughs> well, as somebody uh who can detect the difference in, in shape uh between the different kinds of, of hard candies, yeah. um pretty pretty real uh pretty reliably, okay? Yeah. I don't think it'd be a problem for me. You don't think it'd be a problem. You don't think you'd ever get anything you don't want. You think you'd always get it right. I think I would always get it right. I think I would always get the best candy for the situation that I was in. Yeah. Well, you know what the best podcast for the situation that you're in is? Uh, It's probably Edging with uh, Trash and Monk. That it is. And here's the theme song. Is this all the power you've ever had? No, it is mine. Pity, there is not more time for us. You tell them it's open season and all suck games. No more drowning around! Why are you 
gasoline, I swear. No, man. No! Welcome to Edging with Trash and Monk. I'm Monk. And I'm Trash. So oh, the God, I, I'm so good at making music. Yeah, you are. God damn. God damn. <laughs> that, I was just thinking about how hard that went. We're talking about hard candy, and then we're listening to like <laughs> screaming and muttering and a croak. <laughs> how unnecessarily kind of, hard our theme song goes for what the content yeah. of the show is. <laughs> yeah, we got this. Uh, it kind of sounds like there's gunshots. It's gunshots. <laughs> it's not actually. I just played with a, I just played with a, you know, a snare and a kick to make them sound like that. You know, yeah. it's not actually, I thought about trying to make one out of gunshot sounds from a movie. And then I was like, no, I'll just make something sound like gunshots. And you got that snare. It's good. It's going. It's fun. It's a fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone call VH1. Cause Brian's about to go behind the music. Behind the music with trash. Um, <laughs> y'all ever uh, do ether? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the one that i always pull out you know was that an actual uh, vh1 or is that just you <laughs> no i mean if somebody if somebody like had me on a program like that yeah if they were like come on vh1 and uh and uh, talk about your creative process <laughs> yeah i'd be like what you ever you ever do huff drugs <laughs> you ever fuck with some uh some whippets you ever, uh, you ever hitting those nangs real hard? <laughs> yeah, I hang out with a lot of people from uh, the Australia zone, you know. So, uh, so I know the I know the hip lingo overseas for uh, <laughs> for doing nitrous. Okay, uh, <laughs> shit's uh, real dumb. Yeah, you ever you ever get your whipped cream can out? chat no but i have accidentally inhaled a whole ton of fucking uh natural gas from my hip. i don't know what the fuck so uh, brian's uh trash's uh, inconsiderate um uh rudeness interrupting my spiel with the uh with the hard candy that was scripted but the uh the email about an emergency gas leak this is a real email i'm looking at in my inbox right now <laughs> yeah i like i like the idea that it's scripted that i was like that i was like playing with hard candy in my mouth mm-hmm. yeah it's really it's like a it it's a it's a it's a bad gag <laughs> and i really appreciate that we went in on it anyways yeah you know it's that's fucking the thing season two and we're already out of ideas that's that's when you get weird with it <laughs> uh-huh that's the thing everybody is that when like you're when you're doing something one of the most important things is, you know, oh, you're putting on a show, you know, you gotta, you gotta commit. Okay. You gotta commit. Even if it's dog shit, you gotta commit. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I learned. I, I, I subscribe to the Nicholas Cage school of acting. Uh, and that is commit. You just gotta commit to the bit. That's Even true. if it's dog shit, you gotta commit. And my God, he does it, you know? Yeah. We're not talking about Nick Cage this week though. We're talking about, a much worse movie. <laughs> it doesn't have. Yeah, I, I wish. I wish we were talking about Nicolas Cage. I wish we could uh, just watch Face Off a second time and do a second podcast episode about Face Off instead of talking about this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, sound off in the emails if you want us to do Face Off again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that the direction uh, we need to go in? Is just every episode is Face Off? <laughs> every episode we talk about Face Off. Yeah. 
I mean, I prefer that to every episode I get mad about gamer. <laughs> yeah, this is a gamer tier movie we're watching this week, everyone. Uh, yeah. So Brian and I are going a little bit behind the music again once more. Uh, Brian and I are recording two, <laughs> a theme song for behind the music. It's probably really long. I, Let's see. It's probably really long and stupid. Yeah. Wouldn't Let's it be see. funny if it was like a really bad song for behind the music? I'm I'm uh I've got my top man on the case right now. Who who's that? Um do you call your name Jamie? Up, when I look at behind the music theme song, I see a million play like playlists that are just like a bunch of WWE intros. So I guess there's there's not one. Hmm. <laughs> Hold on, what about VH1? Maybe I need to put that in there. Hmm. Here we go. This is Um, no. Is it playing? Shit. I, I thought it would be playing. It wasn't playing, but also it was bad, so don't worry about it. We're oh, not losing okay. anything. I heard, I heard, I heard. <laughs> I've been spared. Sorry about the dead air. I uh, fucked up when clicking the 8 million buttons I need to click before <laughs> starting the show. <laughs> to make hey, VH1, work. if you need a banging theme song for behind <laughs> the music. Yeah. If you're still a television show. Does VH1 even still exist? I've never seen anything from VH1. Never? Never. Damn. I remember I always felt so cool because I was like, everybody's like, I love MTV. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of like VH1. VH1 uh, is like the divorced dad version of MTV. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes. I don't know. I just remember when Fuse came along and really shook things up. Yeah. They were like, we'll actually show you music videos. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yes, please. I would like <laughs> some actual music videos instead of uh, just constant reruns of uh, shitty reality t- TV, you know? I would like some dog police. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ooh, dog police. Very good. <laughs> That's my only early MTV deep cut that I have in my bank. <laughs> God, it's so good, though. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't heard Dog Police, everybody, please Google Dog Police right now. <laughs> um, you'll see the most unhinged music video you've probably ever seen. Yeah. So anyway, next level, next level poisoned to be able to find something <laughs> more fucked up than Dog Police on the Internet. So. I th- yeah, I don't think Dog Police is that fucked up, but maybe that says more about me. <laughs> no, it's not fucked up. It's just like it's one of those things where it's like, how did this get made? Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's it. That's the thing. I, wasn't it like early MTV, and they literally just needed to fill slots, so they just let people do whatever. I mean, that's probably how it happened, and <laughs> it's bananas. It's just a. I, <laughs> Like the lyrics are weird and bad. The the video is weird and bad, but fun. Um, the music is weird and bad. <laughs> like the chorus is literally "Dog Police," but da 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 da, Dog Police. Nobody knows who you are, and it's and then barking. They go, ur, 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 ur. it's it's nuts. <laughs> it's a nuts song. 
<laughs> we should rename Seriously, the podcast. We should rebrand it. it. We should rebrand the podcast to Dog Police and just steal their shit. Yeah, just we're just jacking Dog Police swag. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a podcast called Dog Police? Let's find out. I'm looking. Yeah. Well, Brian looks that up. Um, I have a disclaimer to make. We might have our first ever cut on the show uh, this week because uh, from the previously mentioned gas leak, that's still not repaired. And I had a text <laughs> a text message about um, about three and a half hours ago at this point <laughs> <laughs> telling uh, residents that they'll be coming into all the units to investigate the stoves. And they never came in my unit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Found it in somebody else's and they were like, oh, well, we got it. Maybe. But you know what? Um, I would like them to tell me whether or not there is a gas leak in my home. That's what I would really like. You're just getting high on that methane fume. Yeah. Ryan's Uh, no longer the the inhalant correspondent on the podcast. (laughs) we, okay, so there is a, when you look up a podcast with dog police, in quotations, so it's not uh, doing police dog, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes up is a show called Dog Zone with two <laughs> Gs and two Zs. So it's Dog Zone, Dog Zone 9000, episode 91, Dog Police with Frida Wolf. Oh, we should yeah, collab just, with these fuckers. <laughs> they sound pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> a three minute long novelty song from 1982 about dog police. It God, sure imagine, is. Imagine how, uh, how much pausing you'd have to do to get a whole podcast episode out of one three minute song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's doable. <laughs> It's definitely I, I bet doable. they're talking about the history. The history. Probably. I'm just imagining them doing the same EFAP bullshit we were doing, and it's like they're just Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. I mean <laughs> I mean, okay, listener, you may not know. You probably do, because uh you, you probably know us uh if you are listening <laughs> to us right now. You're probably related uh, to us, in which case you want to know. <laughs> that's true. Uh, or or you drove Uber uh, for months, and that's tight. Um, thanks for hanging on. You're awesome. Uh, I don't know if you're still listening, but if you are, you're you're keep on trucking. <laughs> it's just so true. Uh, <laughs> but uh, me, Brian Trash, I I used to have a, a show I did with a with a friend of ours, Zots, who uh, I. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe it sh- will show up sometime. Uh, and we would talk about music and music videos on Twitch, and that, it was a great show. We had a lot of fun. Um, but sometimes we really would spend like half an hour talking about a song, and uh, it's it's not hard to do. You can really get into the nitty gritty of a song and uh, tear it to pieces. Uh, look into the background. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's, uh, it's doable. It's doable. Yeah. And also, and also, yeah, uh, fucking music's cool. Get wrecked. And we listen music's to cool. Music so are police and so are dogs. <laughs> and so are dogs, especially dogs. <laughs> music, it, the order it goes in is dogs, 
police music. Music is the least cool of them. <laughs> yeah, music is the least cool of those three things. But <laughs> police are so cool. Officer, listening to this, police are so cool. <laughs> I feel like this is the number one thing that someone could actually get mad at me about. Yeah. Uh, uh, from listening to this podcast. But yeah, like, I need to clip you saying police are so cool and put it put it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, are we gonna like, fucking? It's not like I was uh, uh, ever branded as being somebody who uh, said anything else. Um, <laughs> anyways, wanted. Yeah, read the description real quick on Letterbox. The description is choose your destiny. Doormat Wesley Gibson. Doormat Wesley Gibson. God discovers that he is recent his recently murdered father, who Wesley never knew, belonged to a secret guild of assassins. After a leather-clad sex pot drafts Wesley into the society, he hones his innate killing skills and turns Avenger. Did they just call Angelina Jolie a sex pot? They sure fucking did. <laughs> They sure did call Angelina Jolie a sex pot. I mean, that's the most inaccurate thing you could say. <laughs> I mean, like, and everything that she was doing at the time was very, like, very Angelina Jolie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very, like, oh, look at. I mean, I just remember the uproar over the side boob in Tomb Raider. <laughs> Tore through the middle school. Okay. No, I'm kidding. This was, I was not in middle school at this point. Uh, Ooh, the last movie Angelina Jolie was in was fucking Eternals. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Bad choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I just really want to linger on doormat Wesley Gibson. Because, I mean, you know, that really is how the movie starts. Yeah, he's kind of a doormat. He's kind of an incel. He's kind of... Kind of <laughs> it's like an incel writing about uh, his life. You know, this is a... this is a Really? Like, yeah. This is what an incel thinks that his life is, uh, is like. Is that he's like a real good dude. And he's like... And it's just because he's like too nice that everyone walks all over him. He's such a nice guy. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure that if this was a if this was a realistic movie, um, he'd be like horribly abusive to everyone around him. And I mean, in a lot of ways, he is. Yeah. In the movie. <laughs> I mean, his boss is uh is shown as being horrible but also a uh is like very much being made fun of for being fat and that's yeah. like that's her character is uh fat woman who gets screamed at is really really the entirety of her yeah. character it is also it is just like written like in this in this really unique way where it's like an am i the asshole pose for chewing off my bitch manager in front of the whole office <laughs> <laughs> am i really am i am i the asshole for calling out <laughs> that my manager has jelly donuts in her top drawer <laughs> it's like yeah yeah you are actually 
yeah. yeah. So that's that's what this movie's all about. Is uh bitterness. Being bitter and angry and uh and then it turns into uh school shooter bait. So yeah. you know. <laughs> it really there is like an extremely fucking red pilled movie in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. This is all like a the, proto red pill. All the worst ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> I was talking about Star Wars the other day with somebody and uh like you want to do. <laughs> like I do. And uh how the movie opens with that text crawl that works really well. Yeah. This movie also opens with a text crawl and it doesn't work very well. It's um, not even a text crawl. It's like a series yeah. of slides. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's it's text slides, not a crawl. Like, yeah. I, I misspoke. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, <laughs> the text slides are just like on a black screen. They've got like an embossed font and it's just like, OK, what are you doing here? And they're just describing this the scene, I guess. And it's like, OK. Yeah. None of this was really necessary. All of this gets explained in the movie. It's You're like the fucking... <laughs> the text crawl in Star Wars is an exposition dump, but number one, mm-hmm. Star Wars is in need of a little bit more exposition than Wanted does, where it's like the guy's a loser and hates his boss, which is mm-hmm. like I okay, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And then oh. also like the text crawl in Star Wars like sets the tone for the entire because like love him or hate him you got that John Williams score over it it's like getting you hyped up it's got like all these words of important concepts that are highlighted by having them be in all caps uh, mm-hmm. and then it like immediately pans from that like you get like straight into the action in one of the good Star Wars movies mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this one yeah. <laughs> um, it's like three slides and it just sort of limply <laughs> transitions into this dude at his desk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, then we've got oh, like yeah. a voiceover too. Like in addition to the opening slides, we've got him like explaining that he hates his office job. I'm talking yeah, about like he's uh, in his office. It's just an, a voiceover of him being like, Oh, I hate my, I hate everything. And my, my best friend's fucking my girlfriend and <laughs> she hates me. And he, he doesn't respect me and my boss is a bitch and i uh uh i i don't have a life I, no yeah. i'm googling my name and nothing comes up <laughs> it is really like the specific incel tone of it too comes a lot from just how like the complete and total hatred of everyone else around him sure yeah that's a that's a hallmark of incel them uh, mm-hmm. The complete and total hatred of himself too is also very much present in his voiceover, but it's over yeah. like such the like the dumbest things. Like, how pathetic of a man am I that I need like pills to manage my anxiety or some shit like that? And it's like, <laughs> bro, calm down. <laughs> yeah, but don't you know his anxiety is a superpower? Yeah, that's. <laughs> Or like, he's like, you know what's sad? That I need an ergonomic keyboard to not get carpal tunnel syndrome. And I'm like, bro, that's, that's like a lot of people. Everyone. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, oh, you work in an office. You better have one of those or you're going to get carpal tunnel from working in an office. Like just so goofy. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like such the weirdest things to highlight. And then fucking Chris Pratt is in this movie showing his bare ass. <laughs> literally. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately, too. It's just like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Chris Pat Chris Pratt's fucking pale ass as he's <laughs> as he's fucking uh what's his name again? Wesley's girlfriend. Yeah. This is pre-ripped Pratt too. What who? That's actually a good question. Does she have a name? Um one of my I, favorite things in these movies is I'm huh. just like even if they do have a name, it just never comes up a lot of the time. And it's like, like Kathy wait. is Kathy her name? I don't know. She's a blonde woman in the in the IMDb. She that, was blonde. Uh, <laughs> was named Kathy. That makes sense. <laughs> so Kathy, maybe question mark. Um, yeah. I know his his friend is supposed to have a name. Um, okay, I'm looking at the synopsis, and they have Wesley Gibson, played by James McAvoy. Uh, he has his coworker Barry, Chris Pratt, uh, a woman named Fox, Angelina Jolie. He has a live-in girlfriend. No name or credit given. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So it is not in the synopsis. <laughs> this movie fucking sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> Do you know how many times? How many times did I write it in my notes that the, that wanted sucks? <laughs> I guess I only actually wrote it once. I was like, I'm good. I feel like I'm gonna write that a lot. Yeah, I didn't end up doing it. We got a name for for his boss, Janice. That's who his Janice. boss is. Yeah. Yeah, amazing stuff. Uh also the opening scene. The opening the opening scene with the uh the first introduction to bullets bending and uh the superhumanity of these people. Uh <clears throat> when fucking some random dude just goes into an office and he's like, "Hey, have you seen this bullet before?" Yeah, and they start the woman <laughs> The, the woman there's like uh it's untraceable but i and then she just gets shot and he's like he runs away and then he runs back to go jump to the other roof kills a bunch of people and then gets shot from like a mile away and it's like so cool yeah that's so okay cool this is where they introduce wow. my uh my favorite recurring character of the movie is uh the cameraman who <laughs> or Adobe After Effects is my favorite recurring mm-hmm. character. <laughs> they have this yeah. fucking ripple effect that they do like yeah. all the fucking time. They like they see it. So the way this this scene is shot is like they've got like this uh this long hallway with like an elevator at the end that this guy is trying to get a running start to jump across to the roof where the guy who shot the lady he was meeting with was with. And he's like it like zooms in with like this like bubble <laughs> effect mm-hmm. sort of it's it's like the field of view is like uh increasing as it zooms out or some weird shit like that. it's hard to describe maybe i don't think i'm i don't think that's accurate what i just said but it's, it's just <laughs> like a bubbling effect it looks yeah. like it looks like they put water on top of the film almost and like it like fish eyes a little bit a couple of spots on there yeah it, it looks weird 
Um, <laughs> I get it. It's supposed to. It's supposed to, and it's supposed to like convey some stuff. But like the, the practical implication of it is, it just makes me not like looking at the movie. And combined with yeah. our main character, who through the entire runtime is running his fucking jaw off, <laughs> just babbling and and yeah, screaming, <laughs> screaming in the most like not cool way as possible. Yeah, just like like the first uh the first car chase scene in the movie or whatever where Angelina Jolie so he's at the grocery store or whatever uh living his office out his shitty life and he's picking up his prescription for what seems like the second time in one day cuz the movie is shot the movie never tells you when things happen or where th- people are mm-hmm. going or how long it takes for you to get there. Incredibly <laughs> disorienting. Yeah, he's at the pharmacy like five minutes ago and what was implied to be earlier the same day. And then he's at the pharmacy again, picking up another fucking round of medication. And he meets Angelina Jolie and the some dude who's shooting at them. And they, they start like running around and acting crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're getting stalked at the pharmacy. And then, uh, oh, now there's a gunfight. And I don't know, shit gets really weird yeah. and exciting action. Wow. Yeah. And then it's, it's like, over and it's like, okay. It's like the action is maybe not the worst in the world, but it, it is full of that fucking bubbling camera effect that makes it very hard to see what you're looking at. The color grading for this movie makes it look like Deus Ex Human Revolution. <laughs> it's like all yellow everywhere for uh, no reason whatsoever. And our fucking dude at every moment in like this action car chase scene or whatever is going like, what's happening? Why are you doing that? What shit? What? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. A joke is that he says, I'm sorry too much. Yeah. And so uh, he says, I'm sorry. And, uh, and then ends up, looking up uh angelina jolie's dress because he's trying to drive a car and she's lying on the hood of the car and he says i'm sorry yeah and And angelina jolie doesn't even react angelina jolie is like okay we're leaving this bit behind because (laughs) yeah and it comes back one more time where he's like flipping his car over uh a limo and he just he just goes i'm sorry like he's like i'm cool now i can say i'm sorry in in like i don't know stupid ways now and then shoots this like very obvious like i'm a i'm a fat cat uh, <laughs> smoking a cigarette in the back of my limo guy i'm a texas oil oil man i'm here to yeah. to prospect <laughs> i'm here panning for gold in the streets of chicago <laughs> Mm-hmm. black gold that is <laughs> i love his like first kill it's just like oh yeah we're gonna ride a train around a corner on top of it yeah and you're just gonna shoot from the top of the train into uh into like a board meeting that's just like on on like the third story of some like brown stone yeah. building and it's just like the, all these like business guys sitting around doing business things completely no one knows what the fuck's happening but he's just like he's there and it's just like oh yep and you shot him and everybody's like good job bud (laughs) none of this has any meaning or consequence nothing it's just bullshit it's all bullshit it's just it's genuinely like what if we 
What if we made a movie that was one hour and 45 minutes long is I think what the <laughs> what yeah. the writer's room for Wanted was all about. What if we had made a movie that we could put Angelina Jolie in it? Uh, we can see that there's like a lot of popularity among uh, like shitty men. <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a big demographic that we want to appeal to. And we want the we movie kind of to be. Smell- Gamergate coming, and we just want to we want to capitalize on that. So we'll do something that's like kind of video gamey, um, kind of like over sexualizing uh, somebody's body. Um, we're gonna like I don't know. We'll like appeal to like lonely boys who yeah. uh, hate themselves and everyone else. You know, we'll go we'll go for the Columbine crowd. That's what they were going for. Um, it is a school well, shooter uh, movie. We'll We'll go for the Columbine crown. We got, we got, we got them for sure. Wanted this movie's for them. Uh, yeah, we can make lots of jokes about looking at Angelina Jolie naked or, uh, or just like, you know, violating her boundaries in lots of ways, Uh, but she's cool with it. She, she also has like three lines of dialogue in the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah. She like barely talks. She mostly just sits there and like makes faces. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny too, because like the marketing is like big on like and like James McAvoy, fucking whoever. It's Angelina Jolie who is the star of the movie, even though she's definitely not written like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I'm literally I'm sitting here watching the trailer in IMDb, and first of all, the trailer is even more yellow than the movie is. <laughs> for That's <amazing>. no reason. <laughs> Secondly, it's like all shots of Angelina Jolie and her like looking at people and like sliding around and doing cool things. But like mm-hmm. they just never they never do anything interesting with her other than having her there for the for the main character to like leer at <laughs> and like yeah. be like his girlfriend upgrade when he uh, when he tells his uh, boss to go fuck herself. Yep. <laughs> and it plays all this off like it's like an inspirational character arc too. Like they literally like do we want to talk about how they end the movie yet or do you have some more bullshit you want to talk about for before then I, specifically? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of it's just a lot of bullshit. Um I mean, there's other things that I want to talk about, but none of them require keeping the ending. Yeah. So the end of the movie is literally like he becomes like the the head honcho of badassery, you know. He's got like his own his own uh he's taken down all the super assassins and like it's like this uh fucking like monologue voiceover that he's giving about that's how I turned my life around and got control over everything again. <laughs> now what's your excuse? <laughs> and it's like what the literally all he did thing? was like is playing it up as inspirational, but all he did is he went off his meds. Uh he <laughs> said some very mean things to his boss and he went out and he started killing people. And that's the inspiration that you're supposed to <laughs> take to yeah. heart from this movie about how to turn your fucking life around. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's pretty dismal, uh <laughs> honestly. Uh yeah, I <laughs> It's a bad movie. <laughs> it's, it's a bad. It's a bad movie. Uh, I do like that uh, he ends up at this like, at this like, dumb like bombed out building, you know. And there's just a bunch of people around, including An- Angelina jo- Jolie, just being like, "Uh, we got to see if you could shoot the wings off of flies." <laughs> 
And he's like, what? And then he just does it. And he's like, whoa, I was able to do it. And everybody's like, cool. Now let's get you into the fucking assassin's guild or whatever. And he's like, no, I need to run away. And so he like steals a gun and runs away. Um, but not before, like when he's handed the, uh, the flies and the gun, Morgan Freeman, by the way, Morgan Freeman's in this movie, yeah. uh, plays the main antagonist, I guess, uh, uh, is takes his bottle of pills and hands him a bunch of flies and their wings. <laughs> and it's just like, you don't need these anymore. This is actually, this is your superpower. That yeah. anxiety you were experiencing, it's not anxiety. It's a superpower that allows you to allows you to shoot good and curve bullet. You don't need and medication. You need to stop drinking seed oil and eating soy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> the fuck? Uh, yeah. It is really, like, shocking to me. Because this is 2008 when this movie came out. And, like... Hi, Alexa. <laughs> Welcome to our special guest star, Amazon Alexa. Uh, Alexa, what products could I purchase on Amazon.com today? <laughs> <laughs> why is no, it telling me the no weather comment. right now? Why, is, why are you telling me the weather right now? What was the weather Alexa, like? Go, Alexa, go to bed. Didn't even listen to me. Yeah. Just like, uh, just like, um, fucking, what's his name? Wesley's girlfriend. Never listening to him. Always, uh, always complaining about living in a shitty apartment right next to the fucking L train. <laughs> yeah. Wh- how dare she complain about a, a train <laughs> right outside the window? <laughs> Amazing stuff. Um, there were some other fun little things that I picked up in here. Uh, the name of the grocery store, the pivotal, the pivotal grocery store. I'm assuming the farming pharmacies there too. Yeah. Um, is, uh, the egg store, <laughs> um, which is first off the laziest name for a fucking like red apple cigarettes is like fine. Right. I'm like, sure. Whatever, whatever, Quentin, you do you, but like, what is the egg store? Are you, do you just buy eggs there? Is it only for is it only for trans people who haven't come out yet? Is I think it? It's yeah, just like <laughs> amazing stuff. They really um, have like a profound lack of attention to detail in the movie. Like number like not. I I don't want to like come across as like the person who's always like pointing out plot holes in movies or like how do people uh excuse me how do you, do they get there ding <laughs> but like the number mm-hmm. of shots in the movie where it's literally like like the guy's uh fall been in a train accident and he's fallen down like this ravine into the middle of like a raging river and they show zero percent of how he got out of it it's just like he wakes up in his bed at one point (laughs) and it's like some guy came and got him (laughs) from the river (laughs) you've been rescued by that guy who was in uh, one scene earlier yeah (laughs) cool um okay next uh i don't know why i wrote beta to sigma transition timeline but i did write that (laughs) Um, oh yeah, uh, Barry, 
somehow I remembered Barry's name after you told me it a few minutes ago. Uh, says after he finds out that he's got like millions of dollars because uh, he's got all his dad's money now. Uh, Barry's like, you seem a little pepped up. Are you okay? You mean Wes? Oh yeah, Barry. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, Barry <laughs> says that to Wesley, and it's just like, it's like that's kind of kind of fucked. <laughs> kind of <laughs> a fun thing to say. But then it does pay off a, a few minutes later when uh, he screams at his bo- when Wesley <laughs> screams at his boss. <laughs> <laughs> it is like Call such like basic, uh, uh go for it it's like if you it, like it's it's like the most like fucking uh reddit i should have said this in retrospect type of go off uh-huh. to where he's uh-huh. like if you had one iota of comprehension and it's like jesus dude you want mm-hmm. to calm down <laughs> uh yeah when he's like berating his boss uh very very uh, pretty pretty baldly uh berating his boss for being fat like yeah. it's just like oh everybody would feel bad for you but instead we all hate you because you're mean yeah and it's like okay uh so he like quits his job basically grabs the keyboard uh from his computer his ergonomic ergonomic keyboard and mm-hmm. starts walking out of the office and Barry's like, yo, dude, that was so alpha of you. And he just, <laughs> he just beans Barry across the face with the keyboard. Uh, and his like, and the keys come flying off and one of Barry's teeth come flying out and it just, and everything freeze frames with the keys that say, fuck you. And it's just like, Okay. Yeah, All right. it's one they of Chris Pratt's teeth that's the U in the fuck that's you as right, well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why? You don't do this again. This is not like a running gag in the movie that like, oh, you hit somebody with a thing and then like letters fly out and it goes, yeah. oh, it says it's but it has a message. It's like, no, it's just there's a one time thing. It's the movie's too self-conscious, I think, to commit to anything being cool at all. Like they have like. Like if they if they had like shot it in like a really stylized way where shit like that was happening all the time, I, the movie would probably still be unsalvageable. But you know what? At least there'd be something like visually interesting happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, or yeah, like absolutely, like it, the writing, for example. If like they like, I don't know if they characterize this guy, this like whiny baby guy, as like actually having any reservations about like killing people. Like mm-hmm. he sort of has like a moment where he's like, "Hang on, is killing people right?" And then he sits in his big uh, puddle of uh, hot wax with Angelina Jolie, and Angelina Jolie just tells him, "Yes, killing is right." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's a story about how killing helped me one time. Uh, no, how not killing hurt me one time. So killing's good actually. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And for like someone who's like the message is like I, I I'm regaining control of my life in some way. If that really is what the message of the movie is about, when it's it's definitely not. It, it really does like he, <laughs> he does just completely lose all control of his life because now he's an assassin with no ability to do anything other than being an assassin. Like <laughs> his life is like. Now, in complete concrete terms, or he is a killer, and that's like the thing that he is. We went from not knowing where he what he was to being like a bad person. 
to being completely pigeonholed into being a murderer yeah <laughs> for, for uh for it turns out uh what is supposed to be a completely random like quasi religious cult and yeah. uh and then even later turns out to just be like uh some asshole trying to like controlling them which is i guess still just like a semi religious cult uh yeah <laughs> this is actually a movie about uh joining a cult yeah it kind of is. I mean, I, I think that's a pretty good role. Like disenfranchised, that, disenfranchised, hateful young man discovers a group of like-minded individuals that uh, train him and encourage him to commit acts of violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very true. Um, it's a, <laughs> much like the the fucking uh, cult that led all those real school shooters <laughs> into doing shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> neo Nazi groups Gamergate. online, yeah. <laughs> Gamergate, it's uh, it's to blame. No, I'm just kidding. It's so I guess the movie that. is actually fairly prescient in that sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that it's prescient, uh, but in more of a like, this is this is what's happening to me, uh, as a uh, as the creator of this movie, rather than a yeah uh, criticism of no, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's like, isn't it awesome uh, that you could <laughs> people are being violent after <laughs> not be people are so fed up and they won't take it anymore that they go out and kill people? Isn't that awesome? Like such a cool concept. Just, <laughs> they just like kill people and it's like righteous now yeah. because they were because they were having a bad time. You know, I saw I saw a taxi driver and I thought that like that movie was really cool, but like I couldn't really get behind what the guy was doing. So, what if we had like Taxi Driver, but like he's one of the good guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, what if Taxi Driver was the good guy? That's a, that's the movie. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Teamer Beck Membatov. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wonder, has this person directed anything else? Um, gamer, no. <laughs> that, yeah, I know, right? Uh, let's see. You directed oh, Night actually, Watch. Night Watch, Night Watch, and Day Watch, and they were good. I liked those. Ben Hur. Ben Hur. I did not see Ben Hur. I did not see that either. Then the Abraham new one, Lincoln, not the vampire not the old one. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. This motherfucker did that. Okay, <laughs> sure. So maybe it was a writer that was the pro or a producer. Uh, also, just a lot of stuff that's in Cyrillic. So I'm guessing. I mean, that's right. Nightwatch and Daywatch were both uh, originally Russian. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they okay. got his ass. Maybe they got him involved in this American movie, and he doesn't speak good enough Eng English to know that the uh, the dialogue all sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. It the last movie on here. Uh, oh wait, no. I guess it's not the last movie, but the. I think the biggest movie on here is Wanted, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't think anybody's watched Escape from Afghanistan. Oh, he was a producer on Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Oh. Was he, a, he a director for that, too? Oh, yeah, he was also... Oh, oh he's... Okay. Uh, director, he's producer. Ka he's Kazakh and Russian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He Maybe one day we'll learn I, about this shit before we start recording. He's no, also the director no, no, no. of a Lincoln Park video. 
which he went on to do after Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Now that's interesting. <laughs> He's now the director Powerless. <laughs> I don't know that one. It's the promotional single of the movie Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> Are we gonna have to watch that fucking movie on the show? I don't know. I don't okay. want to. I really don't want to either. People keep telling me that movie's it. good, but I I don't believe them. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point when most people tell me that something's good, I just immediately think it's bad. Yeah. But that's, uh, I don't know, I'm poison, so. I'm poison! Uh, anyways, so, uh, what, uh, what, what's, that, what's next? Oh yeah, so training montage. Mm-hmm. This shit was nuts. Yeah. Okay. The the training montage is like half uh bondage, uh be- not just bondage, but just like BDSM stuff generally. Um, and it's just like your training is to uh is to get into kink. Your training yeah. is for Angelina Jolie to drip hot wax on your asshole until you can't take any more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's there's that. So like, <laughs> first off, there's the bondage beating, right? There's like yeah. the uh, what what's his re- repair man? Yeah, I think is like uh ties like, tie- you up and then beats the shit out of you. He like, doesn't okay. just tie you up. He's like literally, he's like, okay, I need you to put your hands behind your arm back for me now. It, it okay, yeah, it really it, is. He's like whispering in his ear. Is that all snug and tight? Is that not too uncomfortable for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's- <laughs> It's very, it's very that coded. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, after getting beat up, getting put in a bath full of wax, like that's kinky. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it is. Uh, and the wax is just like, yeah, no, it is. And, it's like uh, solidified all over his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh and there's also some like weird breath play stuff going on there because uh like and compression because it's all stuck to him and he can't get it off. Yeah. It's yeah, there's that. Uh then this one I think a lot of people might have missed, but the uh uh the knife guy, the butcher. Yeah. Um when they're when they're starting to play with the knives, the butcher uh rubs the knife on his nipple. like sensual <laughs> yeah he does do that <laughs> uh like that happens what else um and then stabs him through the hand which isn't as sexy no uh and then there's the guy with the with the uh, this isn't th- uh, maybe it's sexual for some people but the other then there's the guy with the the rat that he keeps in a holster I really hope that's not sexual for anyone. <laughs> I really I mean, hope the guy who feeds rats uh, C4 mixed with peanut butter and blows up the rats is not someone's kink. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I hope not. <laughs> um, but you know. Anyways, so the uh, so uh, the rat guy. Uh, I I also just loved because he does have a holster that he has that he has a rat in uh in one of the scenes and I'm just like that's that's very nice. Um but then he also uh Chekhov's gun Chekhov's guns the scene 
the movie really hard where he is talking about his his like <laughs> explosive rats. And he's like, imagine if you got a lot of them, which is just stupid. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> Like this is this is the most fantastical stupid shit ever, but it is uh of course what the movie goes with <laughs> is like, you know, you know how you could fucking blow up a, a building? Is uh feed a bunch of C4 and peanut butter to rats and then <laughs> make them blow it up. And then the rat and never mind. The rat animations are also weird. They look a little bit like stop motion to me, stop motion puppets. I don't think they are. <laughs> They're probably CG, but they look fucking wretched. It's wild. Uh, Here's a piece of see. a piece of IMDb trivia. Okay. Um, they shot this movie in Chicago, um, right at the same time, and right next to where the Dark Knight was shooting in 2000. <laughs> huh. Um, and Morgan Freeman would just walk back and forth between the two. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, you know, anything to like, you know, cut down on travel and all that, yeah. I get it. You know, for real. For real. The graphic uh, novel features superhero costumes worn by many characters. This was a fucking comic book? What? Hold on. This was a comic book? No wonder it's so stupid. Okay, <laughs> that makes more sense. Um, if it's like comic book characters and there's masks and shit, I'm like, I will accept want so much more bullshit. Yeah, there are masks in the comic book. I don't think the movie is much like it at all. <laughs> that's, you know, and that's good for the comic because uh, <laughs> movies bad. It's bad, folks. It's bad. It's one of the worst movies. Oh, yeah. I was uh, trying to like come up with parallels for this movie and uh minority report came up uh i was thinking this is like minority report for incels <laughs> um that's that's probably my take do you have, do you have a take like that at all a take of what other movie wanted is like uh um, yeah this is like a gamer for people who haven't admitted to themselves that they're nazis <laughs> yeah, it's, this it's is like, like a, a gateway drug to gamer. Yeah, although that's crank is what crank is a gateway drug to gamer because crank is a movie people would actually want to watch. <laughs> yeah, I think true. there's a reason. I think this is like the takeaway at the first time I watched Wanted many many months ago, um, like ten <laughs> months ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, they uh, that it's like it's like if Wanted was good, like genuinely good. Um, all of these fucking red pill people who are talking about all the shit that they say and wanted would like be talking about wanted still. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they would they would be like you'd see clips of like Wesley from Wanted um in like your YouTube shorts the same way you see clips of like Christian Bale as Patrick Bateman, you know? <laughs> it's like yeah. like Sigma edits of Wanted. But uh no one wants to fucking watch Wanted enough to make sigma edits of it so uh it's it's a bad movie (laughs) yeah i think a large part of it is is that like wesley is uh detestable yeah he's just not fun to watch (laughs) like (laughs) fucking when it comes to patrick bateman you're looking at him and you're like okay this guy uh is like a charismatic monster right and it's like i get it he's he's evil and he's a killer 
but like he also seems like someone I might want to hang out with. Where you look at Wesley and you're like, literally no one likes you. Yeah. And textually in the movie, uh the the people watching the movie don't like you. Um even you, like when uh, he's like in his training scene with like the fraternity of assassins. There's only mm-hmm. one of them that like shows any amount. Well, Angelina Jolie uh, sort of like kisses him in one scene, but she's not. She's genuinely more written as like a blow up doll than like an actual human being. So I don't think yeah. that counts. Yeah. Uh, there's like this Russian dude, who, the exterminator guy who plays with all the rats. He's like mm-hmm. his only friend, right? And then like he's fucking like fifteen. Only, <laughs> he's so he's like the only character I liked in this movie. Yeah, is the Russian guy. Who blew up rats. And you know like, what? It's fucking James McAvoy's character shoots him. <laughs> like yeah. 20 minutes after he shows up in the movie. <laughs> he shoots him and he's like, oh no, I messed up and shot him. And it's like really not very. It's like pretty it's, unceremonious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like he's just looking at him on the ground and he's like not acting. He's just looking at him on the ground being like, oh no. And then he gets shot in the arm. He's like, oh, falls down. I think genuinely the only reason he died is because they would have to write something into the movie about um, him. Because they wanted, he's like the only one of them that's like at all sympathetic. So mm-hmm. like when Wesley goes and he kills all of his coworkers, his assassin mm-hmm. coworkers, um, at the, the weird meat shop textile factory assassination boot camp they all live in. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's also shaped yeah. like a castle. <laughs> um, you'd have to have a reason. They'd have to write in some way that the Russian guy didn't get indiscriminately killed with the rest of them. So that's why they killed him off earlier. In the movie. <laughs> yeah, I I actually think it's something else. I think yeah. that what they were doing there was uh, trying to be like, hey, this is this is Wesley's way of discovering that what he's doing here might not be right. And it's like, because he like, you know, he's supposed to experience trauma, uh, but the guy can't act. So you just don't see it at all. It's he's just just like staring at the dead body of the guy. And he's like, and the guy's still just like, oh, my idea with he I don't know why he brings it up as he's like dying on the ground. But he talks about his rat thing again. He's like a thousand rats. (laughs) And it's like. Why? Why is this happening? You've taken the only likable character, the only one who like shows any kindness to to Wesley, the character. Uh, he's like, and he's like playful, and he is just like, "Hey, have a drink with me." He doesn't. He isn't just like hurting Wesley to be like <laughs> to train him in the arts of BDSM uh, as as uh, assassin training, uh, like. It's just, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I just died. Like, They could have had, like, a team-up. They could have done, like, any number of things that weren't that. They could have done anything. They just, like, created the character, made him sympathetic, and then threw him away. Yeah. It's like, that's one of my, that is, like, a pet peeve for me. Because they do that in movies all the time, where they're like, hey, this is how we're going to, like, get the heartstrings of the audience, make a character likable at all and then kill them and it's yeah. just like stop stop you don't have to do that <laughs> or have like more than one characters in the movie that i don't hate <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can kill one yeah. of them off it's fine 
You can kill one. I mean, it's fine if you have a if you have like characters that are enjoyable to watch that are like not uh, abhorrent pieces of shit all the time. You can you know you can give yourself some latitude, but this is not one of those movies. Yeah. This is a bad movie. This is a bad movie made um, for incels, uh, and it sucks. So there you go. Yep. Unlike the fucking bullets being shot in this movie, we're not gonna we're not gonna throw you a curveball with uh with our uh <laughs> stance. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like and they're like, Oh yeah, we have a twist in this movie. What's the twist? It's like, oh the guy's the the guy that we said was your dad was not your dad. There's actually the guy that you killed is your dad. And it's like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and it like the whole payoff for that is just like nothing. It's just like, oh yeah, well, I guess that means that the people that you've been working for are evil. Wow. Big shocker that this League of Assassins is actually evil. Oh shocker. wow. <laughs> wow. Uh fucking let's see. Uh the last thing I have on here that I think is really Oh wait, no, there's two things. First off, uh the 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 scene with the kissing where they kissed like once, right? Yeah. So that scene like was stupid. It's just like, oh, he shows up to his old apartment where Barry's hanging out with his nameless girlfriend now and he like he goes in and she's just like cussing him out. And being like, where did you go? Uh, I fucking hate you. Uh, Just like insulting him a bunch. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes and grabs a gun out of the toilet. And you, I mean, I like half expected him to just start blasting, right? (laughs) I'm just like, like this movie is not above that. No, it's Uh, not. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. He comes into the, comes back into the apartment. Uh, She's still cussing him out. And then Angelina Jolie is like, I don't know. I guess I'll throw him a bone and just walks in and starts making out with him at just to like piss off his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then they leave and Barry's just like, that guy is the man now. <laughs> just to be like, he's cool. He's cool now. I like him. It really is and not helping like, the red pill comments when there's all these comments about what being a real man is that people in the movie mm-hmm. make. And it's always the yeah. dumbest fucking shit on the planet. <laughs> and fucking Chris Pratt uh, isn't likable in this movie. And this isn't me just being a uh, like a hater. Right. Yeah. This is like in this movie, in the text of the movie, Chris Pratt is uh, not just like a bad guy, but also just like kind of a dumb goon. Right. Nobody seems to really like him except for his ex-girlfriend. And so it's just like, okay, so this guy who's like, I'm so cool at the office. Wow. Uh, he's the man. It's just like, well, are we supposed to respect his opinion? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who are we trying to impress? Like, <laughs> is that really? You've got all these people that you hate in your life. Do you, A, uh, find new people to hang out with, or B, get them all to be afraid of you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And well, he chose. Be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then I guess the last thing that I really want to bring up is the uh, the use of. And I feel like this is very like post nine eleven. Is the use of rat suicide bombs um, in the uh, in the fucking 
weaving factory. Cause it's just like, yeah, we strapped these, we, we kidnapped all these uh, rats, strapped them with bomb vests and then unleashed them into the fucking uh, factory to go blow them up. Uh, killing, uh, killing some people, mostly just causing a shit ton of chaos in the fucking, in the factory. It's like kind of a non thing. They just wanted to blow up a building, I think. But like, it just sucked. There was nothing good about it. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, it's like, all the rats have like this this ick about them too. I j- I think all of them were like CG rats or something like that because they yeah they really just all look like like I think you at one point in the movie was like is that stop motion? But no, I don't think this movie's classy enough to do any stop motion for anything at all. Yeah, <laughs> like it's genuinely upsetting to look at those rats. Yeah. <laughs> It's all like it's all so bad in the most 2008 way possible that a movie can be bad. It's very much mm-hmm. of its time. And when people talk about how bad like Marvel movies are these days, it's like I would watch uh I would watch most Marvel movies uh, before Wanted. So it's mm-hmm. like the shit could be worse, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you made a I, comment uh right after we watched the movie that yeah. I thought was really good. Uh was that the uh that Movies like Wanted are why the MCU exists now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, people may not remember it that well, but there's a lot of movies like Wanted that came out that just fucking sucked. They were, like, unwatchable. I guess this is a comic book movie, so that's funny. <laughs> but um, uh, just, like, really bad stuff. And then you had, like... Captain America came out and Captain America was like kind of a decent movie, uh, especially compared to all of this. And, you know, then the, the fucking the walls started falling, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, what are we going to do original content? No, uh, we can make MCU movies without having to do any thinking. Uh, and because we put any effort into them at all they'll be better than what's been coming out the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> and it's just like, fuck. Ugh. That's dark. Yeah. I, this is, this feels like very much the end of the Edgelord era. It really kind of is. Like, we don't really watch very many movies from later than, like, 2010 uh, as mm-hmm. part of, like, the whole Edgelord documentation project, you know? Mm-hmm. It's pretty rare for us to have a new one. There was one. What was the new Edgelord movie that um, someone sent to me that I thought was? I'm I'm actually really excited to watch at some point. What is it? Uh, uh, let me pull it about. I I don't remember what it's about. I watched the trailer. I don't really watch much many of these before we watch the movie. Mm. Uh, Divinity. Oh, that I movie that looked one. cool. That uh, what was this? Hold on. Look it up. I've only seen like the trailer and I wasn't paying attention to it. So maybe this movie sucks. I mean, it might, but, um, it's got Scott Bakula in it. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a, there's like a serum that makes people immortal. It has, uh, it has, um, male rear nudity. (laughs) Always good. It's from 2023. And I think it's like mostly it was at Sundance too. So like the Edgelord movies are art movies now. They're not like the the 
like Blade being like a mainstream success that's also about killing vampires with a sword and smoldering at the camera. That's mm-hmm. like I, I say that's over, but we're actually getting a new Blade movie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe I mean, they're that's... making a comeback. <laughs> I think that's the thing is that we are actually experiencing uh, the second edgelord era. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's coming around. I, I don't know. I like to look at it as like the mid, the mid, I guess maybe even now mid nineties. The nineties so like were the, the peak. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or maybe early, early nineties and like onwards until like the early 2000s was kind of the golden age of this genre yeah. of edgelord movies where it's like yeah they've got like bad vibes <laughs> but like <laughs> like like the hitler particles are definitely a little high in a lot of them but uh but also like they were fun to watch uh and then just hitting like this this like rolling wave crashing in like uh the mid 2000s where it's just like yeah, the uh, <laughs> uh, the world has been really affected by three events, that being 9-11, <laughs> uh, fucking Columbine, and uh, 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 what's the third one? And just like the Iraq War. Yeah. And it's like these these three three things just turned like American cinema into like such a destitute place. And uh Yeah. That's what wanted's all about. It's it's these these things that just like have resulted from like the collective trauma that we've experienced as a as a country and world, uh, like giving giving us the worst things possible of it. Right? Yeah. There were good things that come out of that kind of good art that comes out of that kind of thing too. Right? But like, but it this really is the dark like, side of it. It did make people, I think, really afraid to make, like, Columbine especially made people afraid to make movies about people with uh, trench coats and <laughs> big black boots uh, shooting yeah. a bunch of people in a public place. <laughs> yeah, they, they really did. They really did. Equal, you couldn't make equi- Equilibrium in 2008. I'll just tell you that much, okay? <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, I think that's Do a pretty good way to cap off the events of the movie i don't know i don't don't watch it (laughs) don't watch it oh uh, if you want to know what the best scene in the movie is the best scene in the movie is one of the last scenes in the movie uh and it is when uh they're having their big showdown in a library and uh sloan uh the main villain who i barely talked about because no one cares (laughs) uh is is there being it uh like kill wesley and wesley's like no you've been targeted by the thing the thing wants to kill you and then uh sloan's like no it wants to kill everyone in this room we're all aberrations to fate and blah 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 blah, blah. and then fucking uh <laughs> uh he's like so we're taking control we're just gonna do our own thing and Angelina Jolie shoots a bullet, curves a bullet all the way around the room, killing everyone and herself. Yeah, that is what I wanted to and, happen to me after the end of this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fucking mood. Seriously. Oh, God. Yeah. That, and that's that's, I think, the perfect way to cap off that movie is that it's uh, yeah. it, it, it sucks and nobody wanted to be there. Yep. Speaking of things that suck that no one wants to be there for, 
Uh, I have a piece of fan mail that just came in. Whoa. From from my apartment complex. Big time fans of the show. Dear residents, we're reaching out to update to update up on the following emergency gas leak that had took that had took place today plumber were on site and was in the process of entering each unit to ensure all gas valve were shut off as they were locating the leak from the exterior of the building upon diagnosis and searching for the leak they found that the leak is an underground razor line (laughs) which they would need to bring an excavator to dig deeper to repair the gas line (laughs) With that being said, all entry has been postponed till tomorrow morning. As we are working diligently to resolve the issue as soon as possible, and we thank you for all of your cooperation during this unforeseen event. Once again, we apologize for any inconvenience that this unforeseen event has caused. (laughs) And thank you for your understanding of the situation. As a reminder, we still would be needing to enter each apartment tomorrow to ensure that all gas valve are shut off for proper repair. Awesome. I I think it's really great that <laughs> the people who send the emails out in my apartment complex don't know how to write. <laughs> also, <laughs> how many hours has it been since the first one? Uh, it has been about um, 10 hours or so. <laughs> 10 hours. So... Uh, you know, all these people who are like, I'm going to be uh, taking my day off of work to, like, keep an eye on my apartment, let the people yeah. in when they need to come in. Uh, yep. No, fuck them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck them, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, anyone who needed to, like, cook a bunch and do meal prep, fuck them. Or anyone yeah, who needed to do them. laundry and use the dryer, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff. Really well, good stuff. I love that. On the bright side, maybe uh, maybe my whole apartment will explode overnight in my sleep. <laughs> you know, you can only hope. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you know what else you can only hope about? That we'll uh, we'll talk about a better movie next week. Thank you, everyone, and goodbye. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming through.